0: Welcome to the Truth in His Heart. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I have the privilege of being in conversation with the producer and co-founder at Noisy Tenants, which is a creative agency with a special focus on social impact. Please welcome Nicholas Mitchell. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Um...
0: You're you're like a teacher, bro. That's all I can say. You feel like a teacher. I, I got like teacher vibes. I was like, yo, I'm late for a test. I I didn't I didn't come here on time. I didn't study. I
1: crammed. I haven't gotten that one before, but I'll I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> so I gave her intentionally. I gave a very sparse intro, or what have you, but. I would like for you to, you know, introduce yourself from the those bullet points, that elevator speech sort of way, and really tell us what the mission of Noisy Tenants is.
1: Yeah, um, so I, I'm a producer. I think that's the best way to look at it. You know, we're producers uh, bringing the pieces together to to realize that that vision. Um, so um, the way that that's looked for me, you know, producing for a play, Thoughts of a Color Man, when we first started out. Um, and then taking those play production uh, competencies and applying them to our community um, and just taking it from there and applying that production lens to every project that we take on and, and, and as a way to like get through it.
0: Okay. Producer, producer I like, I like, it's, um, it's almost like an executor. It's like, look, I'm making it happen. This is what it is.
1: It's, it's general and specific enough to, you can wrap your head around it and be like, all right, I know that role. And it and it's it lives in different spaces as well, you know, music, film, insurance, you know, any anything. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you you, you mentioned vision. So I, I definitely want to ask this. I'm always interested in when someone has an idea or concept of what they're doing. And and I'm speaking more macroly here. When did you first share the vision of Noisy Tenants? Who did you tell? How did it go? Did they look at you like? What are, you, what are you doing, bro? Or it's like hell yeah, let's get it.
1: Yeah. So noisy tenants came together. Um, there was three of us, and mm-hmm. it was about ten years ago now. Um, and the premise was to create, do dope shit. Like that's that's what it was. Um, and um, when we first started, we were producing Keenan Scott's first play, Thoughts of a Color Man. Yeah. Um, so we were like, Keenan, he's got the he's got the play. Let's let's go ahead and, and execute. Let's produce um, let's put it on. Um, so, you know, give me, give me the question, the core question. Ask. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Um, so when you're, so, and in, in, you definitely answer that first one in that part too. So that's great. Um, so in, in expressing the vision of really, this is what we plan to do. We plan to work in a producer capacity, um, and kind of get, as you put it dope shit out there. Um, what was your, how did you share that vision? Who was it with and how did that initial conversation go?
1: Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, you know, the initial conversation we knew, you know, we want to create dope shit, but we're going to start with this play. You know, that was, that was kind of how we started knowing that we were going to get into other spaces. Um, and the way it was received, I, I don't think anybody cared, you know, it was, it was like, you know, this is what we're about to do. Let's start executing, and we might not even have shared to a point where we we could have received that. Or I'll say for myself, I was def- definitely not in a space where I was like caring what anybody said, or or even like was getting those type of reactions. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think people, if you know me, you know I'm not. I'm not doing. You know, I'm I'm pretty steady in my movements. So you know, I think that people understand. When I say I want to do something, even though they might not see it immediately, they, they kind of are, you know, Nick is working on something right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing Like, you know, you're What I'm getting from, you know, our pre-conversation And this conversation so far Is like, you're you're a hitty individual you, And you, you said it, you're like, look If I'm over here, I'm kind of like, I'm going to ruminate on this For a minute and figure it out what my answer Might be, brother, and I was like, alright It's going to be a lot of editing to get to drill No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding um, So, I, I moved This question up because it, it, it caught me Because I don't I want to bury the lead further So you know, I'm, I'm on the site, Noisy Tenants Creative Agency with a special focus on social impact. So, you know, I hear that thrown around um, and I see different pockets and I see your name and Noisy Tenants brought up a lot. So that's a great thing, but I feel like, you know, times it's a blanket term and I'm not saying it for you guys. How do you define uh, social impact? Because many organizations talk about it, but they have varying definitions of it or various approaches towards it.
1: I think it starts with how you treat people for one um, and taking it from there, um, you know, how it could look is, you know, if we do a project, the Noisy Burger project, the the first pop-up, we're gonna make sure we write a check to the Green Mountain West Community Center because that's how we leverage, you know, that's how we we can do it. Um, It's when we launch Noisy Burger as a full-time stall we're going to make sure that we have baltimore city students in here and we're going to make sure that we're giving them as much money as we can give them yep. you know that to 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 be you know i'm not going to say that we you know it's it's how you think about the approach to folks you know you you i think that's where i start anyways you know how how are we going to treat these people um treat our people treat who we work with um And that kind of dictates the decision making that comes up in projects, in business, in in stuff like that.
0: It makes a lot of sense. I think, you know, people talk about, you know, what is it, uh, people over profits all the time. And that's something that, you know, I, I value from my, and we again, we talked a little bit about this before getting started, like, I value that. And I'd rather have the conversation, you know, like I've been doing this thing, podcasting for for 13 years most of it no money coming in so i'm not here for the money it's and i'm able to have conversations it's like i I approach what i do creatively and as i've grown in it i'm like this is a service that people want people feel like hey share help can you help us share the story Mm -hmm. and that's the spot that i'm in and if i can do it and if i can be a connector that's important to me. And, um, you know, like I, like I said beforehand, I was like, yeah, it's an idea. It just popped in my head. And also, I'll I, be remiss if I didn't mention this. The Blue and Gold Burger, by the way. <laughs> I'm a fan of that burger.
1: Shout out to murgo to High School. Um, Mergenthaler Vocational Technical High School. Uh, that's where my co-founder, Chris, went to school. That's who we did the original Noisy Burger pop-up with. Um, that's a shout out to to the Mustangs. Sure. I was I was
0: very close to going there. I went to City and you're wearing your hat has the colors of City College. So uh shout out.
1: I, I, I didn't go to school in Baltimore City, but I understand it's a real thing. So
0: Yes. That's shout out to everybody. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah, and um so and, and, and thank you thank you for sharing that because I, I think the key takeaway is um one of the key takeaways is that yeah, you know, people have to be a part of it, you know, like this is something that is for the community, and I find that sometimes I, I, I think people—it's hard to define what somebody does, but it's like people are at the root of it, and I think that's the key thing that make that that that's there, and that's important to realize. And it's like I support it regardless, and that's that's the thing. It's like people are um are are being those those gaps, right? So on occasion, you know, you talk to people you know, in the community or what have you, you get a temperature on, all right, how, how are people doing? Like, mm-hmm. where are they getting resources? Where are they getting opportunities? Mm-hmm. And I think when conversations around social impact are happening, it's like, are you helping to kind of bridge those gaps within the community? Are you helping to kind of fill in where some of the institutions that are elected to do that, if you will, aren't able or are unequipped or don't see the value?
1: It's tough, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, it's a machine. It's a machine that, that is in place and you, you try to you try to take down a brick every day, I guess.
0: I like that. I like that. And there's a song that's the opposite, another brick in the wall, right? Um so I read that Noisy Tenants uh, specializes in storytelling through collaborative experiences that connect schools, neighborhoods, and brands through entrepreneurial and creative projects. Uh, what was in, what Why was it important to make these connections with the community and building meaningful, making those meaningful connections? Because you you you've, you've been here long enough to know how you know how how things kind of operate, and you know if something comes off as disingenuous and phony, like you haven't built relationships. Then things happen, you know, and don't really sustain. So why why was that at the forefront for you specifically?
1: I think it's well, it's it's how I started the work. You sure. know, it's or or this this vision of the work, I'll yeah. say. Um, you know, moved to Baltimore and started to develop relationships with my neighbors and seeing, you know, seeing and and saying, you make a decision. You know, there's there's moments where you have to make a decision of are you going to go with certain things and be okay with certain things? Or are you going to not be okay with certain things? And sometimes that's a little bit more painful. And, and, and there's even like a spectrum of that decision-making, you know? Um, So, you know, I value relationships. I value direct conversation. Um, We are storytellers, you know, and, 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 it was almost taken, taken inventory of like, all right, what are we going to show up as? How are we our best selves? How are we showing up with our superpowers? And and what is this, what does this look like for noisy tenants? Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's been the process that Chris and I have gone through and continue to go through um, in, in shaping what this organization is, what this business is, what this, you know, structure is. Um, we always land on storytelling. Like there's a story to be told. Um, you know, with aesthetics and, and visuals. Um, but then we also got to get people involved, um, specifically young people, you know, that's that's who is going to take the reins. That's, you know, we should always be investing in the young people. We've narrowed it down to, um, you know, around high school students, maybe mm-hmm. early college. We can have some, you know, we like the conversations that we can okay. have at that level. Um, and, in and and then you know it's it's who values the stories right now or who can help who has the resources yeah mm-hmm. to make what we're looking at real you know what our what the vision is how, to make it real you know if yeah. if this company wants to say you know we do this type of work well let's let's come up with a project together that's really going to do it you know and, and we can have all the parties at the table and have the conversation and, and it might be uncomfortable. Um, but you know this can be good, you know, and and you can be part of this work, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, that's the opportunity I see for noisy tenants.
0: That's that's legit, and you see as you're talking, it's giving me more questions. And I'm sorry, you you got more questions now. You you're just giving yourself more work. I, I, good on you. I'm done. Uh, so, w- with regard to to decision making, because like we all have these things that you're know, like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I, 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 nah, I don't care. I'm I'm not going to do that. Or this is what I'm going to do. And I think you were touching that a little bit. Um, with regard to decision-making, what are some of those non-starters for you in like noisy tenants? Like, nah, we're not going to engage in that. This doesn't really fit with our value system or what have you, you know, have there been opportunities that have been presented, you know, as that, as the brand grows, as the name grows, you know, certain people want to be attached to it. And, you know, so tell me about that.
1: Yeah, that's, it's an ongoing conversation. I'll say that. Um, I think it's always hard to say, we'll never do this or we'll never do that. Um, There's some, some conversations where I'm going to, it's going to, it's going to be a lot of questions coming from me. I'll say that. Um, And uh, so, so to answer your question is, you know, harmful things, you know, things that don't let me sleep at night, you Mm -hmm. know. Those type of those type of things. Yeah, um, I'm hesitant to get into like a, a you know, have we turned down or been like this probably isn't the best thing for us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or or even being like, hey, if we're gonna go to the next step of whatever these conversations are, we need to surface these things. These mm-hmm. are the concerns. You
0: know. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. No. That's 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 legit, and it, it's. I think as more and more things come up, I, I, I've i looked at like what I'm doing and going through, let's say, the Empower Baltimore program and sure. really thinking of like, all right, do I take this? Because I, I think a lot of times artists entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs can be artists a lot of times. And I'm looking at what I do. I'm like, all right, let me flesh out the business side of it and what can I offer in this way? And if people want to have a a presence in podcasting, how can I make that easy for them? And but but who do I want to work with? Mm-hmm. Because you know if they if if I'm putting my background, my reputation, and my skill set towards this, and this doesn't match, then it's like I'm not I'm not standing on anything that matters. I, I'm just just going up for money, and that's not that's not what I'm what I'm that's not what I'm what, what's baked into my my work and why I do what I do, and. um So, yeah, that's that's kind of that that non-starter for me. But there are times where, you know, we have these differences and you have to find like a middle ground. Some people don't believe. And I remember this book uh, that I started reading, this guy never split the difference. Hmm. And I, that's it, hard. That's really hard. Cause you're like, I want this opportunity, and it's not terrible. But how can I put my concessions out there? And which ones do I just say, all right, I'll concede on that one, or no, nah, this is a non-starter. That's the thing. Yeah,
1: it's tough. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. the best
0: way to put it. It's because it, because because one of the things is is growth, and I and I think when you're in a spot where it's impact. It's not just one or two people. It's like, I might not be 100% on a particular thing, but if it has an impact, I think for multiple people, like, you know, and that, and that kind of directs some of the questions I might ask people in an interview. Like if an artist is listening to this podcast or a small business owner or someone who wants to launch an agency, I might just be interested. In, so tell me more about burgers, brother. Also creativity but I might want to learn more about your process and your approach towards leadership because that's impactful for me, but also for listeners.
1: Yeah. You know, so I, the, the Green Mile West community center, um, I co-founded it with Keisha Webster. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that she used to say is, or when we would have these types of conversation is, is for the greater good. Um, and, and that sticks with me in, in those moments.
0: I love that saying more than because this, this this because it, it turns me it turns me when someone's like oh the lesser evil no 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 greater good greater good not lesser evil we we don't deal with evil <laughs> so storyteller yeah. right I, I I'm I'm a I'm a story facilitator as much as like I've been on LinkedIn a lot and you know you hear you read those goofy I'm an evangelist for marketing less. But I, I think that I'm a facilitator. I think I try to invite the guests to tell their story and I try to help direct it in a certain way, but really it's for, it's for the guests. So I want to get your, your take on it. Um, and, and I, and I know you're going to overthink it cause I do the same thing. What's the story of Baltimore, like from your vantage point or what have you, and maybe frame that in the, like the last year or what well, What's the story for Baltimore, maybe in regards to social enterprise or social innovation in the last year or so?
1: So context, moved to Baltimore 10 years ago um, from Anne Arundel County. So the story of Baltimore, I think, when I think about Baltimore, I think about, I think it's going to be important. I think it's going to be an important city. And I don't know what that means, but I think it's going to be an important city. Yeah. And that's kind of like, in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. And we'll see what the, I don't. I don't know what that means, though, you know, but that's the feeling I get.
0: It's, it's almost palpable where, you know, it's it's just this one thing. And I think DIY is a thing that's here. I think resilience, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm throwing out buzzwords, but I think it's just embedded in, in the people here. You When you're from Baltimore, those are things that are there. And when you're here long enough, those are things that are there. And regardless of how many impediments are put out there, how many goofy stories or what have you. We we seem to still get out great stuff with even less and less resources. So, you know, opportunities and, and entities like Noisy Tennis, for example, is definitely needed and definitely, you know, serving the community. I always joke about, not even joke, because it's an observation. I try not to be too, too, too cynical or too satirical about it, but it's like, you know, a mix of scarcity and kind of mid opportunities, but you know, when you have folks like yourself that are doing good things and we can see you around and see the impact that you're putting out there around. And and like like I'm saying, I'm not capping when I was like, no, I, I I get burgers. I get burgers for you guys. Like, or being able to have this conversation with me today It's like, I'm looking at the shirt you're wearing now. I've seen that logo around a lot, actually. Mm. Okay. So yeah, you know, it's 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 around and it's available. And even, you know, the same idea of I guess what I'm attempting to do or what I'm trying to do here, what the purpose of it is, you know, people will see me at an art walk. They'll see me in and around. And it's like, oh no, you're a person that's really of the community.
1: So I think I think so. Baltimore has so many like great minds, so many great, so much talent that it could be a city where it almost like, you know, we had the conversation around. You wanting to work with other people, you know, this, that dynamic of who's working with who and and whatnot. I think Baltimore has an opportunity to, to be this space where, hey, you align with the people here. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm going to show up how I am and you can get with that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's that thing of like finding, finding your people too. And I think that there are so many different groups that it's like, look, I'm making this. It's no one it's no silo. It's no one set way of doing something, and I think that's the beauty that's there. And even though the credit isn't always given out, and not to say that we're working, we're looking for credit, but you know, pay homage. You know, we still do it. We still make it happen. And you yep. see other people kind of copying it that are outsiders. And it's like, while you're saying all that bad stuff about us, know know that this is what you're taking from us. This is what you're getting from us. And this is what our contributions are. At least that's 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 my two cents. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I hear you I hear you mm-hmm. I think keep on doing you you know
0: mm-hmm. keep on <laughs> that's so good advice <laughs> I love it because I mean that's it's, it's it's the real thing it's um, you know sometimes the the simplest things and, and, and sometimes it's a you know when someone says uh, it is what it is it's like yeah that means acceptance
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know where you're going yeah. You know, you know where you're going, and if you're paying attention to other things, you're not going there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. See, if this was in person, I would give you a fist bump on that one. I'm not even going to Um So, I want to ask you um, questions about uh, some questions about leadership and you know uh, culture. So, I'm going to start off with this first one. Um, what is, and if you have an analogy, that would be great. But what is your philosophy on leadership? And ultimately, as as a leader, how do you stay accountable to yourself?
1: It's something that I think about a little bit more now than maybe I did even two years ago, you know, when I was, when I, I look at, I look at it a lot differently. Now, I'll say there's, there's been a, there's been a shift in the last two years about how I look, look at it. And, and I don't, you know, put people first. Yeah, that's 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 part of it. You know, take care of people when you can. That's that's a big one. You know, understanding that you can't pour from a, an empty. Yeah, empty. You know, but 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 understanding that we need to take care of each other. I try to be as solid as I can. To be honest with you, that's that's all that anyone should
0: ever really want and aspire to do. It's like you know, recognizing that. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I, you know, I, I learn from them. Uh, but I, I try. I aim. And I aspire. And I work to be solid and to, you know, get better at what I do. And you know, as you you said so eloquently earlier, it's like just just doing you. You know, staying in your your spot and doing your thing, and inevitably, that's it. Just happens that you're better at what you do as you're doing it. It's I think sometimes the simplest way of approaching something. Sometimes people are too wordy
1: with it. But I think yeah. I'm a super methodical person. I'll share that as well. Yeah. Like it, it's a work style. It's a work style. And, and I'm sure it's a leadership style as well. But I'm super methodical. Like I'm always tinkering and revisiting and you know working in that manner.
0: I'm I'm a bit of a tinkerer. Okay. I, tinker, I tinker a little bit. Yeah. There's almost that meme from Spider-Man. I'm a bit of a <laughs> scientist as well. Where
1: it's, it's it's you just it's a continual build and it's a continual refinement it's like sculpture you know you're always you're peeling it back and you're you're saying ah, that works but we got to change some perspective that's what noisy tennis has been yeah. it's been sculpting this this passion business into something that sustains
0: yeah yeah I think going against what that that norm is of well, this is what this is and this is what this isn't. It's like, no,
1: nah, yeah. And that gets that that hurts sometimes too, because people don't have a a, a long attention span. Whereas like if you don't if you don't give it to me quick, then I gotta move on to the next thing, which is like which is fine, because I think that saves us sometimes as well. But it's, you know, it's a process. It's been a process to to share who we are and what we do in our work and what that could look like. Yeah.
0: And uh, I, I relate to that a lot, actually, um, and trying to, to grow this out and talking about what it is and how it works and what the benefits are and even looking at it. To, to having that line of there's a content side and there's an administrative, more business cons- consultation side of things and being able to articulate it. You know, you have people who like, I dig it, I like what you do, but then how do you grow it out? And, you know, sometimes with the attention span thing you touched on, it's a terminology that they use in, in professional wrestling. They use uh, like, car, uh, what is it? Uh, car crash um, promotions. So okay. it's like, oh yeah, let's just title change every night. It's like you're not growing anything. You're just, you know, reacting. I
1: don't, think, I don't think you can. So sure, that's like a commercial strategy, but for your business, <laughs> it or, <laughs> which does work, and what you want to do, your passion, you know, you 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 got to play the the long burn on that one. You know, it's and it's it's fine. It's okay, you know, because you'll be better for it at the at year ten, at year yeah. fifteen. You know, you don't. I don't think you ever get it all the way right.
0: No, yeah, that's, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, it's, it's, it's slow, it's slow cooking. It's like the best food, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just stirring this low and slow, low and slow. Let it breathe. Let it marinate. <laughs> um so, and and I think this ties to the tinkering piece. So, I read that mastering the smaller details helps with confidence when you inevitably run into some of those roadblocks that they they happen. Do you agree with this? And how do you strengthen your confidence?
1: I do agree. I think that if you're constantly tinkering, you're constantly running into issues. You know, you're 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 figuring out you're figuring out what you're working with, so that when decision comes. You can make the decision and you're not having to, you know, process so much stuff when the decision needs to be made. Um, yeah. you know, for us, for us, the tinkering it happens on our website. Like, if you ask Chris, if you ask Bria, um, they'd be like, Nick, just leave the damn website <laughs> that alone. And I'm, you know, it's an exercise that's my exercise and making sure I'm staying sharp and, you know, how we show up, what we can do, where we want to go, you know, just thinking what's this next iteration going to look like? What's this next story that we're going to tell? How is it in context for what we've already done? You know, just that, that forward motion, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Then here's the, here's the last real question before I get to those rapid fire questions. Cause you know, even, even you, even you don't escape the rapid fire question. Everybody gets them. So I guess you know since this the focus of this this podcast is you know, you got a little business, got a little arts, got a little culture why why must culture be at the heart of the healthy development of a community?
1: That's where it starts that's that's what makes the space. you know when I moved to Greenmount West, there was a gentleman who played great music out of his home on Sundays every, every Sunday morning, you know, that was the culture, yeah. you know, let's, let's, let's listen to some, some sixties and seventies R&B, yeah. you know, and you lead with that, you build on that. It's not harmful. Yeah. It's, it's bringing some, I, I, you know, let's open our windows and listen, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And That's he's probably I- been doing it forever. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> That's just what he does. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like don't ask questions. Don't come over here and start asking questions. This is what it is. Don't 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 disrupt things.
1: Build on them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Add have your own add your own layer to it, you know? I, you know, I'm I'm one of those dudes. I get a lot of crap. And, you know, this this is kind of the end, this is an aside really. Everything goes to food with me, just just so you know, because I like talking to chefs and things of that nature. Um I get crap for a topping that I add to an Italian sub. Hey, I like Swiss cheese on an Italian sub. Okay. I get a lot of crap for that. And it's just like, this is what it is for me. These flavors work together for me.
1: So the only thing I dislike is mayonnaise. Anything else, I'm like, I'm with it. That's, that's, it it works for me. If it works for you, it works for me. If you would have been like, hey, I want to put mayonnaise on this sandwich, I'd have been like, you can have the sandwich. That's, (laughs) (laughs) That's my only thing. But yeah, Swiss cheese, it's white like provolone cheese. It has the yeah. same consistency. You might just like the flavor a little bit more. I, I think it's a go.
0: I, I, I do enjoy mayonnaise, but I use bougie mayonnaise, just so you know. I use Japanese mayonnaise. You can have it. I thought, I thought we were becoming friends here. I don't know what was happening. We were, we were close. We were almost there. Uh, so, you know, that's the end of the real questions. And I already kind of started with these, some of these rapid fire questions. But um, uh, so... Let's see. I want to start off with, with this one. Um, hmm. Favorite ice cream flavor?
1: Chocolate.
0: I'm a vanilla guy. See, so again, differences. But they come together and make sweet, sweet music, though. When you get that blend, that soft serve blend.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Uh, favorite movie genre?
1: I don't know if this is like a, like a realistic comedy, like, like a Friday.
0: <laughs> okay. I like that realistic comedy. <laughs> um i i watch a lot of horror movies but um if you throw out a good quirky comedy with a lot of dialogue it's like all right i'm 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 here i'm here
1: i like i like something when i watch a movie it's, it's i first of all i'm not watching a lot of movies right now so when i when i get to watch a movie i like it to be easy you know
0: yeah I I like to throw out dialogue and conversation. That's what I use to see, like, who are my people? I'll make a reference to a movie. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. 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 Um, What was your first job? I worked at Quiznos. Quiznos
1: Subs, making subs.
0: So you you, you appreciate my hot take on subs.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I've probably made that sandwich before. (laughs) Um, In terms of
0: doing one thing well, you know, you, Nick, Mitchell, I'm, go, I'm, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with Nick. I think we're on that basis now. Absolutely. Uh, how how would you in terms of doing one way one thing well? How would you summarize what you do in terms of one thing well?
1: I think that I will relationships in the sense of like I want to enter in a conversation. I want to get to. I want to learn. I want to get to know you. I want to um, build on what it is that you're saying and, and connect the dots and really just understand. Um, and not being afraid to be like, I don't know what that means. Can you, can you tell me so yeah. I can have this conversation with you and we can, we can take it somewhere, you know?
0: That comes through. That definitely comes through. Uh, so you do it well. Uh, I, I don't do anything well. Uh, lastly, uh, <laughs> uh, what hashtag, because we're, we're millennials, what hashtag best describes you?
1: Hashtag... Is there any more rapid fires? Can That's the last back? one.
0: That's the last That's
1: the one. Last one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hashtag Mr. Nick. That's what they call me. That's what the the young the young people would call me. Mr. Nick.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I was I was thinking you were going to throw a tankerer.
1: Nah. Nah. Mr. Nick. Got to take it back to the young people in the neighborhood.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Big shout out to you. Much appreciated for all of the stuff that you and Noisy Tenants are doing. And so I want to thank you for being on this podcast. And I want to invite and encourage you to tell the fine folks where to check out you and the work that you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, You can check us out at Noisy Burger. That's a social enterprise we started um, with high school students and is now... um, Uh, staffed by high school students as well, Baltimore City High School students. Um, Shout out to our seniors that just graduated and are going on to do some great things. Um, Corey's going to UMES, Uh, Rob is about to enter into the fire department. Um, Amari is in school right now and has some plans for Feed the Streets, so look out for that. uh we got a young lady going to University of Maryland so we got some we got some good young people in there I want to shout them out um at social media at noisy tenants um on Instagram at noisy um email us Nick at noisy um yeah So
0: there you have it, folks. I want to again thank um, Nick Mitchell for coming on from Noisy Tenants. And I'm Rob Lee saying that there's art and community culture in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it.